Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, law of attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey beautiful souls and welcome back to my podcast. I am so excited for you to be here today for another episode of Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. So today I wanted to do a little bit of a different podcast. Um, You've probably seen me do these on my Instagram stories of your assumptions about me and then you put in questions and I answer them or I answer your assumptions and I've done this on YouTube as well. But I was like, actually, let's take this to the next level and let's make this a spiritual assumptions about me and bring it on the podcast. So we're gonna have some fun today. Um, Thank you to everybody who submitted questions, answers as well. Um, Your assumptions, I'm going to go through as many as I can. And I actually think some of these are going to be really funny as well. So I hope you enjoy this. Um, So the first one is from Cheryl, I think it is. Sorry, it's Life at the Kumars, but I think it's Cheryl. Um, She says that you're a witch. And I love this one because I don't know whether I would class myself as a witch. I see myself more as like, a manifester, a magical being, like connected to angels, like definitely. So we did witch month in, um, or witchy month in the membership recently. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was really amazing to have Carly, our industry expert come in because I realized from working with two witch authors over the last, God, two, three years now, um, that actually I do a lot of witchy things. So I definitely do witchy things. I've read Lisa Lister's witch book. I definitely resonate with it, absolutely. I just don't know whether I would call myself that personally, but I absolutely love everything about it. I love learning about it. I do my full moon, new moon rituals. Um, and I think, you know, so much of what we do as manifesting is like spell casting anyway, is like speaking into existence. And I think, you know, there's lots of people who probably think like, oh, spell casting or, oh, you know, how does this link to manifestation? But actually from looking at our witch wound, from actually looking at why we fear that word, like it's so powerful for the divine feminine. Um, and there's so much healing that can be done with that where actually you realize witchiness and what we do is 
absolutely the same. So yeah, I definitely think I do witchy things. Absolutely, I'm sure like um, my muggle friends and people around me would be like, yeah, she's definitely a witch. But I don't think I would like personally say like, yeah, I'm a witch. I think I would say I'm definitely witchy. I do lots of witchy things, but yeah, I probably wouldn't call myself that. So I loved that one. Um, Cheryl again actually has said you're a vegetarian. Um, interesting assumption actually, I'm not sure how much of a spiritual assumption, but I guess it definitely comes down to the way we live our life. Um, I definitely have been vegan throughout the last few years. I've been vegetarian throughout the last few years, but I go through phases where I'll do something and then I won't. So I would say I'm basically vegetarian. That's how I've always described myself. I'm basically vegetarian unless it's Nando's. I'm basically vegetarian unless it's chicken. Um, and I really don't eat meat that much if I'm honest, like maybe once a week. I really, it's not a massive part of my diet. It's not something I exactly need or, you know, I'm like really passionate about having, but also I just honor myself. Like I said, I've been vegan at some points. I've been vegetarian at some points. I've given up fish this year after watching Seaspiracy. And I think that was quite a hard one for me. And I'm really proud that I've done that because for me, after watching that documentary, there was no way I was eating it from a health perspective, seeing what actually goes into our fish. Um, and also because of the issues which are happening with climate change and the real, real issues in our oceans. So yeah, I don't eat fish and I don't plan to start eating that again. I go through phases is my answer. I go through phases. I really don't think as well, there's a right or wrong for anybody. Like we have to honor our bodies. We have to honor what our bodies need. Um, and I think, you know, you do you boo at the end of the day. So I hope that, <laughs> I hope that makes sense. Um, Trish says, you are secretly a fairy. I loved this one as well, because we're talking about elementals. Again, it's so interesting because when Sahara came on the podcast and looked at like pixie archetypes, unicorn archetypes, fairy archetypes, I think a lot of people do say fairy with me. Um, and I definitely do love fairies and have worked with them, absolutely. Um, I just feel I'm more connected to the angelic realms, more connected to unicorns, angelic realms, angels, archangels. So I think I'm more sit in that kind of energy, although I'm really earthly as a Virgo sign. And definitely like connect to, me and George always say like we connect to more earthly based things rather than sort of like star seeds and stuff like that. We're more kind of like earth guardians than star seeds. So definitely that again, like I love fairies, nothing against them. <laughs> I just think I connect more to like unicorns in the angelic realm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? But I think it all goes in hand to hand, doesn't it? All ties in beautifully. Okay, Neelima said that you're super creative. I, well, I have to say yes, don't I? <laughs> I have to say yes. I think it's true. It's true on many levels. I think creativity um, really helps me to be myself. It really helps me to express myself. Um, and creativity means a lot of different things to me. It means art, I love art, I love painting. I love expressing creativity through color, through interior design, through my work. So I think there's so many different aspects to creativity for me that I would say that I'm creative in all areas of my life because creativity for me is how I express myself and what I get the most joy from. Um, so I guess you guys see my creativity in terms of my business. Um, but obviously I see my creativity in terms of like all the random stuff I do at home, like clay and pottery, art pouring, 
resin, um, painting by numbers, coloring. I just do tons and I do really random stuff like puzzles. <laughs> like it's whatever mood my inner child and me are in. So yeah, like definitely I think working with my inner child has grown that creativity as well, absolutely. Bex tree, so I'm guessing Becky, um, that you don't stand for any bullshit eye. I missed that podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Becky. Uh, we're not planning to do any more of it, um, only because it just took too much time out of both of our schedules. So it was literally more of a timing thing where we just couldn't commit to it because of how busy we both are. Um, with our businesses. So I do love that podcast. It is so epic with Hannah. Um, but unfortunately we can't keep doing it because of our schedules. But that doesn't mean that we're not gonna have special episodes here on my podcast and special episodes on Hannah's podcast. And if you're part of the Manifestation membership as well, you see us cameo together um, every few months or regularly. And you get that comedy and you get that just craziness, to be honest, from Hannah. <laughs> you get our randomness and humor and a brief of bullshit eye through the membership. So um, we are we are still in places, definitely. Um, it's, just, it's just making it work for everybody. And I think it's so hard when I create so much in my business and I've really really tried to cultivate balance and more time and rest, like time off and rest this last year. And and that was one of the things where I was like, I just, I can't fit that in. And with everything else I do and I love, um, it was really fun to do a season of it. It was really fun to explore that and put that out into the world. I don't regret it. Um, but it is just one of those things which come down to timing and energy and just aligning everybody's timings and schedules. Um, okay, Becky has also said, I think you work with all seven types of spirit guides, but have a core team that are worked with more. Definitely, I absolutely do work with the seven types of um, spirit guides. Um, George has come on and spoken about that. And also Yamil has come on and spoken about the seven types as well on the podcast, if you're like, what are the seven types? I definitely do work with the seven types. I think the ones that I work with the most are uh, my spirit guides, archangels, so angelic team archangels, my personal guardian angels, unicorn realm, dragon realm. Those are the ones I work with the most out of everybody, but I'm not exclusive. Like I can, I've, I change with what I need at certain points. Um, you know, last year and the year before, I really particularly worked with my mermaid team a lot because that really felt important to work with. So I think I go through again, like phases where I just feel called to work with a certain type of spirit guide based upon what I need at that time. So um, yeah, but I definitely do have a core team, absolutely. And I'd love to hear what you guys work with as well and your, what your kind of like core team is. So let me know in our Facebook group or um, on Instagram, let me know who your core team you work with is. Um, and finally, Becky has also said, I think you probably have a very structured morning spiritual routine that is pretty constant each day. Absolutely, yes. I swear by my morning routine, I have to do it because if I don't do it, I just feel really rotten and I just, like, I just, I know when I haven't done it because I just feel, ugh, and I just feel so impacted by collective energy um, or just feel heavy or I just feel funky or I just won't feel like my sparkly self. 
Um, so for me, doing a structured morning routine is so important. One, to please my Virgo-ness and my organization and productivity. But secondly as well, because I see the results from it and I experience those results. And it is honestly like the one thing I recommend to absolutely everybody to do because it's so, so important we do this. So my morning routine normally consists of God, I was just about to say, going on my phone and checking social media. That's not a morning routine, Emma. That is just a bad habit that you do. (laughs) So I don't suggest doing that. Um, So the first thing I do is I do check my phone admittedly, whether that's good, that's bad. It works for me because I need to know what the hell I'm doing for the day and what my schedule is, where I need to be and at what time. So for me, it's just a quick check-in of like, right, where I'm at, what have I got today? What have I got to do? I then um, do my gratitude practice. I maybe pull an oracle card just for kind of like guidance for the day. I then do my meditation for the day. Um, And that's it really. That's all I do in the morning and energetic protection. And then later on in the day, if I want to do like, it just really depends what I need. Like I do yoga every day. So I normally do that in the afternoon. I prefer it in the afternoon. Um, and yeah, I just I just kind of go with the flow. If I feel I need something, I might do EFT. If I feel I need journaling, I'll do that. So I'm really intuitive with like what I then do. But yeah, my gratitude, oracle and meditation is a non-negotiable and something I do every morning. And it only really takes me about 15 minutes. It's not like anything that feels completely unmanageable because now that I have Luna, um, she's also like, hey mum, I need to go to the toilet. I need to be walked. Like, let's not be in bed doing gratitude and have a really slow morning um, or slow entry into the morning. So now that she's in my life, um, my morning routine has definitely changed um, because I have to make sure that she is fed and happy and walked um, before I start work. So yes, that also, I guess as part of my morning routine, our walks together are really nice because it gives me time to be mindful. It gives me time to spend with her. So that's also part of my morning routine, I guess, but love those. Okay. Moving on to the next ones. So this is from Sarah. I love this one. You always get what you want. (laughs) You always get what you want. (laughs) So I, I, I know where this is coming from. If we're saying I always get what I want in terms of manifesting, absolutely, because I set the intentions, I do the work. Do I get everything in the exact way I envisioned it? Absolutely not. Probably 80% of the time I get it in a completely different way that I never thought possible with totally different things. But the the core desire absolutely happens. So yes, I absolutely always manifest all of the goals I set, but they also do appear in different ways to me from different companies of what I, you know, like I've said with my book deals before, obviously like I was manifesting a certain publisher, but actually a better publisher came along with more money, more opportunities, a really amazing team. And now I'm like, oh my God, thank God, because this is literally like the most aligned thing. Like this is what was for my highest good. So I always get what's for my highest good rather than what I deem as like I want sometimes, which I'm always grateful for because I definitely don't always know what's for my highest good. Um, And I've learned that over the years as well, as my self-worth has grown, as my confidence has grown, as, you know, as I've evolved as a person through healing and inner work, like all those things changing up level as well. So um, yes, I hope that makes sense. Katie has put that you are never negative and you never get angry. So... (laughs) 
Um, this is a really interesting one. I liked this one because it's really like, I think this year I can use as a great example of this. So I do get angry, but I have spiritual anger sometimes. So I don't get angry in the sense of like, I'll go and be really reactive or say nasty things to anybody or like do anything, definitely not. But I experience spiritual anger and spiritual anger is really healthy. And you know, like spiritual anger is needed for us to express our true sacred, you know, divine feminine energy. So yeah, like definitely I have moments where I feel angry, but I have healthy ways and processes to, you know, release that now or honor myself or, you know, I have things that I can do to really help me. So I'm not suppressing anything, but equally I'm expressing myself in a way that's not triggered or reactive but actually from a place which is like, actually, I'm just, I'm just pissed. <laughs> I'm actually just, yeah, like feeling that sacred anger and that's, anger is that a word? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But it, it's coming from a place which is just expressing. Um, and it comes in a way that can be expressed in a healthy way as well. Um, so definitely like anger is an absolute human emotion. We all experience it, no one is exempt from it. And it's really just allowing yourself and looking at any triggers or wounds that could be there underneath that, that is causing a reactive response or triggering um, so that you can actually express anger in a healthy way. Um, and in a way that is productive to you know everything around you but is also honoring yourself, absolutely. Um, and then never negative, um, absolutely false as well, because we're all human, we all experience polarity, we all experience a human experience where things happen and we can never be high vibe every single day because that's just not possible and it's also not healthy and it's also toxic positivity. So definitely I have down days, definitely I have negative days. And this year, as I like my PTSD came up to the surface and I've, you know, been working through that, 
definitely I had days where I felt really negative because I was having healing crises as I was doing the sessions and working through it all. Um, it obviously felt really triggering at points. So what was being triggered up with the flashbacks and memories did feel negative because I was constantly thinking of worst case scenario. That's what PTSD is of like fear, panic, flashbacks I'm just like thinking like oh my god this is gonna happen and like my here now healed version self or when I'm like in an aligned space you know I'm like that's ridiculous like that's not gonna happen like I don't worry about that but the PTSD was impacting that so definitely this year as I've gone through you know mental health journey again and layers have come up to my healing journey absolutely I've had negative days absolutely I've thought negatively about stuff when normally I would be able to just snap myself like don't be so silly that's not gonna happen like I reassure my inner child but you know that is an actual thing that's happening in my brain a pattern it you know it's a it's a cognitive process that I've had to work with so I think it's just really you know important to say look we're not always gonna have you know we're gonna have weeks we're gonna have seasons we could even have years where we feel more negative than we did before but the sun always returns the rainbows always come the storm never lasts forever and this too shall pass. So it's really, I think, an important spiritual practice to honor our negativity sometimes, not wallow in it and not sit in victim mode or sit in that negativity, but observe it from a neutral space. And when I find that when I allow and when I flow and when I just really witness it from a non-judgmental perspective, like I sit in the middle and I don't see it as mine, I don't see it as anybody else's, I'm just like, okay, I'm observing this for what it is it dissolves. So that's how I know maybe that it's collective that's impacting me. That's how I know, okay, this is just, you know, my inner child having a moment. Um, And then I take the appropriate action to speak to my inner child or I take the appropriate action and do energy protection. So it's really about observation more than anything. And my observation led me to, okay, this is a real problem. This is a real cognitive thing that's happening in my mind. And that's how I got diagnosed with PTSD. That's how I got diagnosed with, you know, and actually realized, I didn't have to spend my life living with this almost like background resonance that was there on quiet for so long and actually events triggered that up this year for me and then it came to the surface in a really loud way. So that is so important because now I sit here and I'm like, actually I have a heck of a lot more positive days and more like consistent aligned energy because I haven't got that resonance on the background and you know on the down low I haven't got it anymore so it's really important to deal with you know the deeper aspects of things when they come up the inner work limiting beliefs and fears it's so important to deal with this because it's not about alleviating them fully and saying we're never going to have a negative day ever again and we're going to be positive and love and light every single second of every single day that's not the goal here the goal here is to experience these things when they happen you know our multifaceted human experience experience all of what life has for us but be able to come back quicker to not feel triggered by it to not come from a place of reaction and triggering and resistance but actually just be able to observe it and you come back a heck of a lot quicker when you do that a heck of a lot quicker so definitely like everybody has negative days everybody thinks negative thoughts Everybody gets angry sometimes, but it's just making sure that it's, you know, a healthy aligned anger that is coming through you in a healthy way and not from a triggered or reactive way. And same with the negativity as well. Is it yours? Is it yours to carry? Um, I recently did um, a family constellation session, um, which I'm going to be talking about in my new book. 
Um, and it was really interesting for me to explore that modality because it's something I hadn't worked with before. Um, and even in there, like the, the coach, the instructor was saying to me, you know, like, this is not yours to carry. Like you've been carrying this, but it's actually come down the generations of lineage in your mother line as well. So for me, it was even interesting to think, oh, wow. Okay. So that's really why I haven't been shifting it fully with the, four years of inner work I've been doing, you know, on various different things. And it's really interesting how when those layers come up, actually we can look at, there's so many different things that contribute to it, right? So looking at whether it's yours, looking at what you can do to positively work through that and release it by honoring it, by witnessing it and taking appropriate action if necessary. That was quite a long-winded one. Sorry, Katie. (laughs) Sorry about that. Rebecca has said, your manifesting works every time. Um, so this is kind of a bit of a follow on from Sarah's uh, assumption. So yes, definitely I do manifest every time, absolutely. And the duration of that really depends because, you know, and I've been making some TikToks actually recently and I did one on, um, I haven't posted it yet, just in case you're gonna go and look for it. I just realized I don't wanna send people down like, where's this video you're on about? Um, it should be posted this week. So yes, like, as I was saying, I do, definitely manifest um, every time, but it, it's the duration that that really depends because ultimately, you know, it, it's our energy. We become our desire. It's not like you're here and your desire's over there and you're just gonna meet in the middle. Like that's, you know, how law of attraction is explained, but actually from an energetic perspective, it's actually more about becoming. It's it, it's attracting, but actually becoming. So you're becoming that version of yourself who has that desire. You're becoming the energetic frequency of the version of yourself who has that desire, right? So for me, like what I wanna kind of put on this assumption is actually more about divine timing of like, divine timing can really vary in my life of sometimes I can manifest stuff the same day in an hour. <laughs> in two days, a week. Um, Sometimes I manifest stuff monthly. Sometimes I manifest stuff over a couple of months. And sometimes it's taken me a year to manifest um, things as well, or even a couple of years. So I don't think there's like a set rule for this. It's your energy, it's divine timing. And it's also, you know, like the, the divine plan as well. Like if you're not meant to have something at this time in your life for whatever reason, like you're not as well. So that's why I wanna say like, when someone says your manifesting works every time, what do we define by works? We, we would define that by receiving. But if I was to say, do I get everything in the time frame that I want? Absolutely not. Because the universe constantly teaches me to surrender that and constantly teaches me that that is not how I manifest personally. Some people thrive off timeframes and absolutely nail them. But for me, because of my surrendering journey, for me, because of letting go of that control and really allowing that, true flow of divine feminine energy has been to let go of timeframes, has been to trust in the timing of my life. Um, so that's why I feel like I don't always get what I want in the time frame I want because there's a massive reason why. And it's always shown to me and I'm like, thank God, thank the universe it didn't turn up before because I did not know what was, um, <laughs> And what was for me fully? Um, Nicola has said, you never get it wrong. Okay, so in terms of get it wrong, um, I definitely am wrong in life. I definitely am a student of life like we all are. I am not as much as I am a Virgo and Virgos preach that they are always right. I am not always right in life. Um, I make mistakes. I learn, I grow, I evolve. 
I have nose, I fail at things and you know, I'm human, absolutely 100% human being. (laughs) And definitely, you know, like the way that we learn, the way we grow, the way we transform and become our highest version of ourselves and grow and, you know, become the version of ourselves we want to be is through getting a lot of things wrong. (laughs) Is through getting a lot of things wrong to learn what you do want. And it's through getting a lot of things wrong that you start to look at your behaviors, your patterns, and you then grow and evolve from that. So I don't know whether that really answers your question or whether that's what you meant, Nicola, but um, definitely I get it wrong. Definitely I am wrong in life sometimes. And that's how we grow and evolve. And that's how we, you know, that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to do that. Otherwise, if we got everything right all the time, what the heck would be the point of coming down here and being in the school of life, right? (laughs) Like we'd never need to learn anything. So um, yes, as time goes on and I learn things, I change my way of thinking or I change how I am or I like, you know, change a habit or whatever if I'm like that's not how that's not right or that's not what I want to do anymore but what is right or wrong like obviously there's morally right or wrong stuff I'm not saying that but again we also have to look at what is right or wrong too like is anything we're ever doing wrong or are we actually just learning so it's a fine line and obviously there's things that absolutely are wrong in life (laughs) um but we also need to look at how we're defining what's what's our wrongs and rights as well in our own personal life So our last one today is from Abby because it's 26 minutes already this podcast. (laughs) I don't wanna wanna let this roll over for ages. Abby has said that you have secret processes that you don't share. Um, No, I don't think I do to be honest. I'm a pretty open book. Um, The only thing I haven't shared is my third book. That's the only thing I do keep from people and well, you guys. Not like intentionally, just because it's just, you know, like I'm birthing it right now, I'm writing it, it's a sacred thing for me. And once it's finished, I'm absolutely gonna be shouting it and sharing it from the rooftops. So I don't think I have secret processes, but obviously what I'm writing in this third book, I'm not sharing online at the moment because it's not relevant because nobody knows about the book yet. Um, So when the time comes, like, yeah, of course I'm going to share these processes. Of course I'm going to share about the book and the themes and everything, of course. So yeah, I don't think I have any other secret processes that um, I don't share because I feel that there's power in sharing. It's something I've always preached. It's something I stand by that if something works for me, why wouldn't I share that with somebody else? whether it's you guys here on my platforms, whether that's with a friend, whether that's with a stranger, whatever, like why wouldn't I share that? Um, So yeah, I don't think I have secret processes. Obviously there's like the appropriate settings to share stuff. Like obviously I can't share everything in an Instagram DM because I I have a life, I have commitments um, and I have boundaries too. Um, So yeah, like obviously in my like one-to-one sessions, like absolutely I do give my all and I share my all because like it's the the space and container to do that. It's the appropriate place. And like someone's literally paying me for my knowledge and for my guidance and advice. So yeah, like even from like a business mentoring perspective, like spirituality, like I share my whole soul with you guys in my books, my work, whatever, absolutely. There's no secret processes there other than the book, which is being written, but you're gonna find out all of the processes and all of the things next year. Um, But yeah, from like a business perspective as well, 
even like, you know, marketing tips that really help me or things I'm doing, which are really helping me to have a successful business. I share all of that in my one-to-one sessions because why wouldn't I? People are paying for that. <laughs> like people are expecting that. Um, and that, you know, is the appropriate setting for that. And it doesn't take anything away from me to share that with people because everybody, and apply this to everything in your life, like not just business mentoring, but you know, like what works for me may not always work for everybody else's business. So it's about trying things. It's about, you know, taking those risks and trying these things to find the formula that works for you in life and in business, right? So definitely like it never takes anything away from me to share that with people because I already have my platforms. I already have everything I have today, right? Like it doesn't make a difference to me and we rise by lifting others. That's one of my favorite quotes in spirituality is the more that we share with people and help people like that's gonna come back to us tenfold. So I don't see a point in keeping processes to myself, like definitely not because it's just, it doesn't like, it doesn't serve anybody if it's just me who's doing it, right? Like, why would I be doing this job if I did? It would make no sense. Like, obviously there are things in my life that I keep private, but that's like my personal life. That's not like processes to manifesting. That's just like, you know, that's just me. (laughs) That's just like, I'm quite a private person and just, yeah, like I just don't really feel the need to share everything online. Um, but yeah, like in terms of processes and stuff, absolutely, it's all there for you guys. <laughs> Definitely nothing I'm doing magical that um, you guys don't know about or won't know about with this new book. But um, I hope that made sense, Abby. But I just wanna say a big thank you to everybody's assumptions. This was actually really fun. I love doing these. So we should definitely do some more of them, whether we do it on a different platform or on here again. Um, so loved all of those and I hope that's really helped you and giving you some tips and tools as well to go away with this week. But thank you so much guys for listening i appreciate all your views and listens don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because i would love love to see you again soon don't forget you can join my free law of attraction support group over on facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality i hope you have a fantastic week whatever you're up to and i'll see you all next week lots of love guys Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market 